Hey, what's up, amigos? Welcome to episode two of this furry month. And for this one, we're going to be talking with the guest, Versi. I'll, I'll let him introduce himself and all that when we start recording. Just a quick introduction. Since I don't usually do this when I record people over Discord. So episode two is about a discussion of polyamorous relationships, what they entail, the differences, how I personally perceive them, how society perceives them, and all of that good shit. It's a great episode. I'm super proud of it. And it's the second one of, uh, I think, two or three more, but we'll see. I haven't really decided yet. Have fun. Enjoy. And I'll just cue the fucking music. Laughing. I'm laughing, but it's because I'm actually going to make a podcast episode with you. Por qué? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're one of the people uh, I... that have come into my life, and you mean a lot to me. Yes. <sighs> I'm just going to make a quick introduction. So, amigos, welcome back to my podcast. Welcome to the first of many episodes, hopefully, where I invite my furry guests and this is not just any guest. This is a friend that has grown and that has helped me so much in this fandom. He is a person with a fucking heart and soul of gold. And it is my pleasure, my fucking pleasure to have this wonderful soul on my podcast. Versi, you've become easily one of the most important people for me that I've learned from this fandom. Even though I've never met you. You have become such a staple in my life in such a short time. And I truly mean it when I say thank you for being on my podcast. But since I gotta, you know, act like people don't know who we are, I'm gonna have to ask you, would you please just make a quick introduction about yourself, who you are, and just basically, this is Versi. Uh, sure. Hello, everyone, uh, whoever's listening. Um, I'm Mercy, uh, a dragon cat or noodle from Norway. Um, yeah, <laughs> thanks for having me, Kane. It's, I'm so happy to have you. It's my absolute pleasure. And in talking with you about what we could talk about on the podcast, we came to the topic of poly relationships. Because it is yeah. something that I absolutely have no expertise in. And I'm just com basically knowing stuff about this. I talked about it really quickly with Miles on my other podcast episode. But I want to deep dive about this. Because when I started talking to you, you were in a relationship. But while it wasn't poly, it was still open. Is this? Am I correct? I mean, when it comes to poly relationships, it can still be close. Mm -hmm. But... With poly, it basically means that you have more than one people to care about at the same time. Um, one recent example is actually a song from um, the Norwegian um, Aladdin's music festival you have in Sweden. Uh, funny thing, I actually forgot the name. Uh, Melody Grand Prix is actually uh, the Norwegian one. Uh, one of the artists that was, um, which I was rooting 
to hoping to get to the final uh, was a dude that sang about uh, kind of the bear-like uh, part of the, um, I, I think fetishism is the wrong word here, but um, the bear subculture of the LGBT culture. All right. So he was basically singing about uh, relationships and uh, talking to, I'm not sure if he was referring directly to someone, but he was trying to send this message about you can be my number two or my number three. And it sounded like he was um, saying that we could have a triple quadruple, which is basically referring to having a relationship with two or three more people at the same time. And keep in mind, poly relationships, I can imagine because I've never been in one, but I can imagine them being really hard if you are not uh, in the right state of mind. Absolutely. Say, uh, one of the key things about poly relationships in my mind is that you need to be careful about not seeing red. You need to allow people to live. Um, and what I'm actually trying to aim for here is do not get jealous. Ah, jealousy. Yeah. Ah. I get jealous with people that I'm not even in a relationship with. So that's like a major reason why I feel like I could never do poly. I, for the people who can, all the power to you. That's fantastic. That's great. Um, and I'm st even with like maturity, I'm starting to feel like I've always been taught that you have one person to love and care, and that's it. And if you ever cheat on them, you've basically done one of the most horrible things like i grew up with those morals and i would say within these two years and it skyrocketed when i became a furry those morals have proven to be false they've proven yeah. to be really not the case because i'm shocked when i talk to a furry and they tell me that they're in a monogamous relationship that's not that common you're either in a monogamous relationship that's open, meaning that you only have one partner, but open to have sexual adventures with anyone, or you're in a poly relationship. And like you said, just because you're poly doesn't mean that you're open relationship. You can still be poly and have it closed, meaning that you will only have sexual, and you'll always be intimate with your partners, with your boyfriends yeah. slash girlfriends, or however they, they find themselves. So open, closed, poly, monogamous, two different things, but being in a poly relationship in itself is something I, I don't think I could ever do it. I wish I could. I honestly wish I could because I feel why would you limit yourself if you can, if you have the right state of mind to not do it? But I don't think I ever could. But Well, that's where I think we kind of differ, actually. I mean... In my state of mind, I've always had trouble keeping to one person. I always, always struggled. Uh, to just bring in a few examples from my previous relationships, mm -hmm. uh, from those who lasted at least two, three months, I think I cheated on three of them, mm -hmm. honestly. This is because I couldn't, for the love of God, deal with closed 
monogamous mm. relationships. It was too hard on me. I mean, I just really want to be free. Yeah. I want to have the possibilities. And by restricting myself in closed relationships, I struggle. This is what I find really. so, so interesting because I won't go too much in, into detail, but in our personal lives, when we talk, uh, when we first got to know each other, we talked about um, relationships and what it means. And I told you that for me personally, today, I cannot be in a relationship because I want to be, like you said, free. I want to experiment. Yeah. I just recently came out with my sexuality. I want to see what this buffet has after a eating pasta <laughs> and only pasta for my entire <laughs> life. I want to see, oh shit, there's rice. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I know that, and I know this because I've been this stupid. I know that when people hear poly relationships, a lot of people react with, well, the only reason you want a poly relationship is because you don't have any willpower to be with one person because you're supposed to be with, with only one person. I know that people think like that because I've been that stupid myself. And it's it's through maturity that I've learned that it's not even in the same dimension. They're two different things. But I bring this up because before we started recording, you said that you miss caring for someone. Yeah. But, I mean, hmm? I've always felt like I've had this big heart, this humongous amount of love to give around. And I don't want to just give it to one person all the time. It it would feel so restrictive, mm. really. That's that's so, that's the fascinating yeah. part. That's the world I have not been um, any part of. That's that's the part I want to deep dive into because, like I said, I've only one relationship for me is you care for one person. I hope that changes something in my mind. Goes, yeah, no, that's no fuck that. Nothing, we can't do that. <laughs> I hope I can, but today, right now, that is the, that's how I'm wired. I can only care for one person, and I don't want to do that. Therefore, I don't want to be in a relationship. Being in a poly relationship, it would I, – I, I need to carefully say this because I don't want to make it sound like, oh, in a poly relationship, you don't need to put effort. Of course you do. It's still a fucking relationship. Or several in this case. Of course you put effort into yeah. it. And, and of course you're together with that person because you feel something much more than just friendship with that person. So I don't want to make it sound like, oh, Polly, that must be easy because, hell, it's too hard <laughs> for me to do it. But it would still take, at least I would imagine, it would take some responsibility away from you and therefore you can focus on stuff that you enjoy with relationships. Because I, I don't enjoy everything with relationships. Sure, sometimes I can miss it. But what do I really miss? I miss coming home knowing that that person will be there, knowing I will get a hug and get loved. When, when don't you miss a relationship? When it's 2 o'clock in the morning and I'm playing video games and I know that someone isn't bitching out my ear about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, or... And sometimes, if you if you keep in mind that if you were to be in a monogamous relationship, mm -hmm. you would only, in most cases, have only this one person to went out to to talk with, with your most uh, your innermost secrets, everything, and they would accept you. 
But what if you basically start throwing punches and have no one to vent out to? Now, with this in mind, hmm. imagine if you were to be in a pol- pol- polyram fuck, <laughs> sorry, polyamorous, polyamorous yeah, <laughs> polyamorous relationship. Say you are together with two dudes. Hmm. So you have a fight with one of them. Mm-hmm. It could be anything at all. You can have uh, distastes for music preferences, mm-hmm. just to keep it on edge with you. <laughs> and the other one that you assumably loves equally, mm-hmm. uh, you're able to speak out with them on another level that you would not be able to with the other one. But you still love them both. Um, the thing about what I think of the polyamorous relationships is that you can, um, it's kind of like a puzzle. If you bring pieces together, it can make you feel whole. Of course, this can work for people that are um, monogamous, but um, sometimes with people that might see themselves as polyamorous or curious about it, they might need more pieces to feel whole. And I am starting to think that I'm heading in that direction because I'm having a hard time just keeping to one person when it comes to like affection, love, topics, you know, everything in life that you would share with a person, I would probably share with more people because that's what I feel like I am. That's a great Curious about Polly. That's the great definition or the great like difference between because I, I i i guess a lot of people are thinking right now then why don't you just enter a relationship that's open it's because you're not searching specifically to care for one person and then having sexual adventures you want to care for someone you want more than just the sex but you also want to do it to several people you want to show that level of intimacy with several people because it's, yeah. it's, it's difficult um, for you to do it to one person. And that's the difference between yeah, being I mean, in, yeah. a, in a relationship with one person and open and being in a poly relationship. The level of intimacy is the big, what makes it such a big difference. Mm. And by having several connections around, it's easier to expand your horizons as well. I mean, every people, every person are different. And if you are having more people, you have more um, topics to go around. You are able to express yourself as you hopefully want to mm. with several people. And uh, by knowing the right types, you might know what, where to head with it. Absolutely. In my past relationship, because I've only been with, uh, with women. I've never been with a guy since I, you know, recently discovered my my own sex or allowed myself to to be open with my sexuality and i've said that if if i ever enter a relationship again i hope that i fall for a guy you can't decide that stuff but when i was with my ex and i had examples like you said what happens when you fight who do you turn to i'm lucky in that sense that i have friends that means much more than friends but not in a relationship relation type of way and i would always call her and i was yeah as soon as i fight 
I would call her. But it's even though, and she, like, I am not trying to take anything away from her. She has helped me, and God knows she has saved me many times. But it's still different from turning to your close best friend and turning to to another person that you're in a relationship with. Because yeah. your goals together, what you strive to be together, are still very different from a best friend. So that Yeah, this sucks. is kind of interesting, though, yes. if I may. Exactly. Um, because we have had a lot of conversations together. Mm -hmm. I feel like I know you on a very personal level. Um, one of the things that fascinates me about you is that what you would call a best friend or someone you can give everything into while still not being in a relationship with, mm. your level of expressive gratitude and um, details of things you tell people, very key person-like people, mm. like say me... Um, one of your very close friends, like the woman you just told me about, mm -hmm. and this one guy that you've <laughs> been very on and on off with. Yeah. Um, the way I see you expressing and talking with them, me included, yeah. feels like as if we were almost at the verge of a relationship, but not there. Exactly. It, it gives me this sense of um, polyamorous. Uh, friendship plus plus but not in a relationship kind of way it's it's kind of like on the verge but it never goes over that top it never um breaks the water barrier if you want and it fascinates me it, it's so open inviting it feels good kane the way you live thank you i thank you very much percy that means a lot for me to hear that because there are times where I question myself, am I being too intimate? Am I, am I pushing my friends away by saying I love them? And I never do it. I never, like I've told you many times that I love you and I'll, I'll say it on my podcast. I genuinely love you. Just like thinking about you makes me so, so incredibly happy. And what is, I, I know that that other person that you mentioned before that you just mentioned, that I'm very, very close with. Um, many people have, have just assumed that I am in love with him or that I want a relationship with him. He's, like, he's even asked me in a jokingly manner, are you sure you don't have feelings for me? And I get that. <laughs> I totally get that. But I was, the, the difference, the one key difference why I can do all of this and genuinely mean it is that I know that at the end of the day, none of us are striving to build a life together. That's the key ingredient that's missing in me falling in love with these people, including you. I know that the key ingredient of let's build a life together, it's not there. And by it not being there, I know that I can say something like, I love you, Versi, without it meaning I'm in love with you. Yeah, I mean, because the way you can express feelings for people, it doesn't mean that it has to be a true love's kiss kind of cliche way. Mm. You can still love people. You can express gratitude. But when people start um, looking at it in like, oh, you love me, it kind of puts it kind of off in a way. Yeah, yeah. 
it and, definitely um, does. It's when when people have told like I get extremely annoyed, or if I'm drunk, I get angry when I've had like <laughs> people that know me well without saying names. When they've t- when they've come up to me like, so hey, you and that guy, you're in love with him, aren't you? It's like you, you just insulted what I feel for him. Or when it comes to my um, one of my pillars, um, I one of my pillars. She's she's my entire world, and when people see us, it's it's quite common. At least it was that people said, "Are you two in a relationship?" And I go, "No, no, we're not." And please don't say that because it's it's such a i want to say insult but it's such a downgrade to what i feel towards her or what i feel towards him at the same time i'm sitting here you know in my studio studio and talking to you <laughs> while i have a picture of him on my desk so do i do i blame <laughs> people for thinking i'm in love with him no i don't blame them but like it's as simple as what do I feel when I think of him or when I think of you? I feel happiness. What kind of happiness? Happiness that I know that you're part of my life. Happiness of knowing that I can turn to you. Happiness in knowing that you have a special place in my heart. And I feel blessed having that information. Therefore, I know I love them. And as, as I love you. Because I've told you stuff that I haven't told anyone else. We've been through. Woo! <laughs> what haven't we been through? <laughs> and we haven't yeah, we've had our ups and downs. Exactly. But, you know, all friendship does. Of course they do. And I see it as every time. Like, it's a roller coaster. Sometimes you it needs to go down so that it can gain momentum when it goes up. Because when it goes yeah, up, yeah, it I goes mean... higher than even before. Yeah, how else is it going to build? I mean, exactly. without having... Um, uh, <laughs> something to crash against, how are you going to manage to get over it? Exactly. How are you going to build a figure, make a relation between people without having any struggles? That, that I feel that would be meaningless. I agree 100%. What is a friend without struggles? Exactly. And it just it just makes that foundation stronger. Look at us. I would say our foundation is pretty strong. I would also say that if we would ever fight, because we're human, if we would ever fight, it wouldn't be like, well, I guess that's friendship over. It would be one of those. Okay, let's just take a break from each other a small time and then let's talk because I know we'll get through this. I know that because our foundation is so strong. You just don't throw it away after one fight or whatever. But we are steering away. From the topic of polyamorous, now that you've spent time, where are you right now? What do you feel right now? You said that you're interested in in maybe experimenting with it. Yeah, I have been thinking about it a lot lately. Um, since my last breakup, um, I've been thinking that it was a barrier, the last relationship, because there was this rule we had to like keep to, uh, which is basically monogamous. Mm. I can't do that. I pretty much found out that either I can't have relationships that are restrictive or closed. That can't be. 
because my soul, my mind, my well-being is mine to keep and mine to give. And I can't let myself be restricted by it. And um, so far in my life, I've only had monogamous relationships, Mm. most of them closed. And by having it open, I felt a little more uh, free in a sense, which we did talk about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to um, poly, it is something that has been on my mind. It's something I've been reading up on the internet. It's something I've seen people talk about, consider, and the fact that you can and you're allowed to without a lot of stereotypic, t- typical nonsense going against you to just love more people it's something i think i crave to some points because i just really want to give to more people in like more than just a friendship like way i want to be that romantic dork that basically (laughs) (laughs) can do it with people i really care about how no matter how many i want to just let it all out and get back in return it's it's fucked up to think that <laughs> it's fucked up to think that the the stereotypical views people have had and in my case had and judge polyam polyamorous relationship it's fucked because at the end of the day you just want to love more people yeah. You want to show affection to more people and for some reason some, me included, have been taught that that's a bad thing because you're only supposed to love one. And I think about it now and I go, holy fucking hell, I was one narrow-minded son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't you like? Why wouldn't you want to love several people? Why? Why wouldn't you want or at least be open with the idea of, of being poly. I know I can't be because I'm too jealous, but that's a flaw with me. That's not, that doesn't give me right to judge other people. And I, if anything, if you can't be, if you can't be, or don't want to be poly, don't, don't stop, stop judging. If, if, if anyone's listening to this and, and you judge it, please stop. Just please stop. Because then at the end of the day, it's a person that, that has a lot of love and they want to give it to several people. And if we're going to judge that shit, I mean, if you can't hear how fucked that is, then I can't help you. <laughs> yeah, it's a really difficult matter to talk about, really, because people have their opinions. People have probably grown up with their parents' opinions. Some might have this old-fashioned sense of uh, obligation. They would feel like they have to follow this. They don't want to break the chain of, you know, uh, you know what I mean, right? I know exactly what you mean because that you're you're basically describing what I went through, and I know that a lot, a fucking lot of people do. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I understand completely what you mean. If you would be, if you would so, enter a poly relationship, would it would it be a poly? polyamorous monogamy or open that's actually a pretty good question um (laughs) (laughs) well i mean knowing myself 
having it closed will probably have me be flirty with anyone because my personality is very flirtatious. I like going up to people like, I'm going to just use you as an example to be quite rude. (laughs) (laughs) Because Ken, holy fucking Christ, you are a fucking delicious treat. I just want to pounce you and just be, ah, so cuddly. While having maybe a friend, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whoever this fuck beside me and just, I just want to casually love you, Kane. Seriously. And then I don't want to hold back. Not a tiny little bit, even. I just want to be able to express myself like I normally would without having people try to take it away from me. While people who I assume prefer monogamous, who are they to decide who I want to love, how I want to love them, and how many I want to love? Seriously, what? Ain't that the fucking truth? Yeah. I I sincerely hope after after more soul searching, you'll find what what you what it is that truly will fill that part of you but knowing you and gotten to know you throughout these this year because that's what this whole month is about me celebrating a year you the thought of you being in a polyamorous relationship that's open i immediately go like yeah that's mercy (laughs) yeah (laughs) that, that thing beating in his chest it's it's just too big for one person so That's I, how I feel as well. Yeah, because it's the fucking truth. Versi, if that's not a fantastic way to finish this episode, I don't know what else is. I'm I'm celebrating a year as, as a furry and celebrating the friendships that I've gotten and the friends that I know have means that they mean more than just friends. Friends that I know will stay in here for a long time. And you are one of them. It is my absolute pleasure and honor to have you on this podcast. Is there anything you want to plug? Your Twitter? Is there anything at all that you want to just give that information out? I mean, I always have my website and I have my safe work Twitter. I have other types of Twitter, as you can assume what is. But, I mean, if people want to hit me up, uh, the best starting point would probably be my safe-for-work Twitter, which is W-E-R-Z-I, S for Sierra, uh, F for focus, and W for work. Basically, Versi, safe for work. (laughs) And um, just to plug it all up, hey, Kane, I love you. Keep it awesome. I love you. And for all of you rest, thanks for listening to our podcast. Adios.